Players, guys, welcome. Yeah, um, welcome. Very special Sports Plus Life podcast. Sports Plus Life podcast episode number 44. The Four Horsemen, Double Four Horsemen. Um, and the reason why it's special because it's officially fight week. Fight week is back. UFC 249 officially going to pop off this Saturday, May 9th. Justin Gaethje from, and... Um, Tony Ferguson and Kukui are banging it out this weekend. I couldn't be more excited. Sports are slowly starting to come back, and um, they are sorely missed, man. They are sorely missed, I think, from everyone in general. Um, you know, people get away, you know use sports to get away from their wives, get away from their significant others, their kids, uh, use sports to get away from life, use sports to get away from um, work, you know. There's sports, you know, people play hooky from work to go to day baseball games, which should we be going on right now? Uh, baseball should be in full, full swing two months in. Uh, wait, April, May. Almost, yeah, a month in. And, um, you know, but it's slowly coming back. UFC said it was going to be the first sport up and running here in the United States, and they weren't kidding. Um, they are um, going to be popping off. I think it's going to be like on some sort of military base in Jacksonville. So I think I talk about this quick briefly, not a lot, not too long ago. The Sports Plus Life podcast episode number forty three, Troy Palomalo episode. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Um, <clears throat> I think the the next three, or I think a lot of them in the foreseeable future are going to be happening in Jacksonville until Fight Island opens up. Then they're going to have fights on Fight Fight Island, wherever the hell the island is. I have no idea where it's at. Um, but you know what's going to pop off. It's going to happen. It's going to be bangers. And we're definitely going to break down um, these fights. For the most part, most of the fights. And um, it's going to be on ESPN Plus. I think pay-per-view, I believe. Um, which I don't mind paying um, for this. I need it, man. It's like it's like people are waiting for like the hair salons and tattoos, parlors. Like, I don't know where you live. Here in Colorado, they slowly started opening up a bunch of stuff. Um Got my haircut. My cousin's business up and running. Not that I didn't get him on a low. Don't worry about it. None of your business. Um, my friend, you know, got a bunch of friends in the, uh, you know, in the hair business, and they're up and running. Finally, getting back to work. Tattoo parlors, I think, are going back to work. Nail salons are going back to work. Um, you know, people were waiting for those things to open up. I'm waiting for sports to pop up, and I will pay sixty five dollars, sixty bucks, whatever it would be, uh, to watch these fights gladly. I'm definitely gonna pay him. Um, this is, uh, it's, it's good. It's refreshing, man. I'm, instead of Saturday night getting my ass kicked in uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, um, by, by the way, you can watch me stream on uh, twitch.tv slash M-R-A-K-A-C-O um, almost every day. And uh, you know, I'll be watching fights on Saturday for a change. And uh, it's going to be good to get back in that routine. Not only is there going to be fights on Saturday, there's going to be fights Saturday, there's going to be fights next Wednesday, and there's going to be fights Saturday after that. So there's going to be three events within the span of eight days. Um, maybe a little bit of overload. I don't know. I know the other two really aren't. Um, I don't know if they're fully. Let's take a look here. Hold on. Before we break those, I want to double check something here real quick. Um, I want to see if next Wednesday, because I don't even know if they're fully up and running. May 13th, uh, bangers right there. More bangers, just bangers. On top of bangers, Dana White's delivering with these bangers. Um, what's his name? Smith. Lionheart Smith. For Anthony Smith. He's fighting Glover Teixeira. Good fight. Ben Rothwell over St. Peru. Over St. Peru moving up to heavyweight from 205. Drew Dober versus Alexander Hernandez. You guys want to see Flames? You watch that fight. Um, and I think this one's going to be on ESPN Plus. I don't think it's going to be pay-per-view. I think it's just going to be ESPN Plus. Um, and then Ricky Simon versus Ray Borg, bangers. Uh, Marvin Vittori versus Carl Robertson, bangers. So those are the only fights right now is what I see in here. Let me take a look at prelims. Yeah, it looks like they have a lot of the... Yeah, it looks like they... We'll talk about that when it's, when it's time, okay? When it's time, we'll talk about it. It looks like they have a lot more um, fights coming up. Um, Overeem versus Walt Harris. Um, next week, next Saturday, May 16th. No, two weeks. That's like next Saturday. What, when is it? No. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. 
etc. I'm thinking, never mind, don't worry, mind your business. Um, more, that's too much, man. I can't talk about it right now. We're definitely going to save it for the more episodes 43. Episodes, I'm going backwards. Episode 45 and 46 of Sports Plus Live podcast. We're definitely going to talk about those ones. We are six away. Am I doing my math right? Six away from episode number 50, which, um, um, it's special, man, because I didn't even think I was going to get to 10, let alone number 50. But I'm, I enjoy doing this. Um, I enjoy the guys, the, everyone that's tuning in. Um, who knows? Tune in. I might have something special for you. Check it out. Um, but anyways, Sports Plus Live Podcast episode number 44. We are talking about UFC 249. And UFC 249, main evented by Justin Gaethje. Um Went to school in my, my, right here in my backyard, UNCO, uh, University of Northern Colorado, Division One wrestling, um, from Arizona. But he spent his life, spending, you know, spent his life here um, in Colorado, just training, um, training, fighting, banging. So it's something about the air up here, the thin air that you know that he's huffing in um, has made brought him a successful. I mean, I know very successful MMA career. Um, and he has the mentality, too. The guy's nuts. <laughs> the guy is nuts. If you ever watch this fight, it's very calculated chaos. Um, but same thing with Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, who has probably one of the best nicknames, El Cucuy, um, which means the boogeyman in uh, Spanish. Giving it Cinco de Mile with the day I'm recording this. El Cucuy versus the highlight, Justin Gaethje. And, um, I, which originally should have been... Uh, Tony Ferguson versus Habib Nurmagomedov for the lightweight championship. This fight will be for the interim lightweight championship. The winner goes on to face Khabib when Khabib is at, you know, available to leave Russia or whatever the case may be. Um, this is probably one of the most unpredictable fights. I can't pick a fight. I can't pick a winner. Um, I've always bet against Tony Ferguson for whatever reason, and he's always shut me up. Um, I think there's something about Tony Ferguson in short notice fights. He doesn't really fare. There was a fight here. Let me uh, pull it up. Um, I wasn't going to use my keyboard, but I'm going to have to. I have no choice now. Uh, Tony Ferguson. He struggled with somebody. And I want to say um, it was somebody from New Mexico. Somebody out of Jackson's camp, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe Venata. I'm trying to think here. Hold on. Let me pull it up here. Struggled. Now, remember, this is a short-notice fight. Lando Venata? I think that's the one. 2016, Lando Venata ended up darcing him, I believe. Was it that one? Yeah, it had to have been Lando um, Venata. Um, he had a tough fight. That was a really, really tough. Lando Venata is a tough dude. And Justin Gaethje is very similar to Lando. In the sense that he he throw he could bang, throws great striking, great striking, very calculated with his banging, uh, with his strikes, a little bit off the wall, um, so this could make a tough fight for Tony Ferguson, being the fact that um, he struggled with good strikers like this, um, and we've seen um, Justin Gaethje in his last few fights, all three I think knockouts. Let me see, I think it was James Vick. James Vick, Edson Barbosa, and Cowboy, I think, are the last three knockouts. And all brutal knockouts, too. Pretty bad knockouts. Um, very good striker. The highlight, Justin Gaethje, is going to have to probably put away Tony Ferguson early in the fight. Um, Tony Ferguson has a gas tank unlike anybody. He gets better as the fight goes on. It is ridiculous. Um, how conditioned this guy is. The gas tank on that man. Um, I have i don't know if I could compare it to anybody else. Maybe Demetrius Johnson? A Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz type, you know, who can go for go for 10 rounds if he wanted to. Um, he'll do a couple of breakdance moves in between rounds too to show you he's not tired. So this fight has to end early for Justin Gaethje to win. Um... Tony Ferguson, you know, it's probably the same thing. Might have to jump on Justin Gaethje early to kind of get 
quote unquote get the jump on him. Um, who knows how this fight's gonna go? The fight goes to the ground. You got to look out for Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson will, um, you know, that ten planet jujitsu is legit, and he attacks from wherever. He will elbow you. He'll uh, heal you. And when we heal you, I mean heal to your balls, heal to your, to your, you know, to your liver, to your kidneys. Um, he'll hit you with everything in anywhere at any time he wants. So that's the unpredictability of Tony Ferguson. And um, that's what they call Milko Kui because you'd be laying there and all of a sudden, he, out of nowhere, you get hit with El Kukui stuff. Um, all I expect, man, I'm just excited. And it, it, it couldn't be a better card. Couldn't be a better card. This fight's going to be amazing. Uh, uh, somebody's going to get knocked out, I believe. There's going to be a finish. I don't know who. That's the thing. I just don't know who's. I'm not going to pick this fight. I can't pick this fight. Um. So, Justin Gaethje, Tony Ferguson is the first. Is the main event, not the first fight. Main event. Um, that fight. Just looking at these two, man. They look. Uh, they kind of similar. Similar haircuts and shit. Um, similar ears. They have the cauliflower ear. But man. I can't say, I don't know. I'm speechless right now because this fight, I never, I've never thought a fight like this would happen and it's going to happen. Um, and it's happening in a few days, but the co-main event is kind of one part of the fight. I'm probably looking forward to the most because one of my favorite fighters, Dominic Cruz, the dominators coming back to try to snatch the belt, 135 pound bantamweight belt from triple C Henry Cejudo. Henry Cejudo has been on a tear, man. He beat up TJ Dillashaw, I think twice, maybe think that's what i was maybe once or twice i'm gonna have to pull his stuff up um and then he also beat up well obviously he beat demetrius johnson but wait i watched that fight definitely won that three to two um very very good performance in that fight no one's been able to do that to demetrius johnson since get this dominic cruz so he didn't lose since losing to dominic cruz at 135 pounds by the way so there's a similarities. They fought. They have two fights that kind of combined. That they have two fights um, in common. The TJ Dillashaw, which they both won, but Sehudo finished his fight. Um, Dominic Cruz won by decision. Um, the Mighty Mouse, they both won by decision. So they both have common opponents. So they're very, very similar. Um, you know, they 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 both have good gas tanks. They both have good footwork. Henry Sehudo has been very, very you know, as striking has gone, you know, since he started, I want to say one of the last, I'm going to pull him up here. Sick. God damn it. I'm not prepared. I wasn't prepared. I was too excited to talk. I just got off of work and now we are talking. Um, Senator Hudo, Senator Henry Zahudo, I think if I'm not mistaken, I've talked about this before. Gold medalist at the Olympics in wrestling. Um, let me pull him up here. Yep, Olympic gold medals, Pan American Championship, and two-time USA national team member. Um, what did he? Doesn't matter. Um, where is it at here? So I started, he started fighting his UFC career, 2013. Well, not UFC, but he started banging tw- 2013. First time I saw him against Ryan Hollis, Legacy FC 24. Um. That was the first time I saw him. Then he beat Ellis Garcia. And then he fought in the UFC card. He got brought up to the UFC and beat Dustin Kimura. Um, by decision. Chris Carriasso by decision. Twice. No. Chico Camus by decision. The next one. Juicy F. Omega. Very affordable opponent. Juicy F. Omega. Lost to Demetrius Johnson the first time. But champion. I remember that. Got smoked. Um, knees and punches. Got beat up. Was embarrassing for him. Ended up losing the decision to Joseph Benavides, which I did not think he lost. Um, and then um, just goes on a tear. Knocks out uh, Wilson Hayes, beats Sergio Pettis, beats DJ by split decision, um, and then knocks out TJ Dillashaw, and then knocks out Marlon Moraes. So tough dudes on his way in his last five fights. A bunch of tough individuals. For a guy who's only been fighting, what, you know, been mixed martial arts in six years? So... Climbed the ranks pretty good and um, has made a good name for himself. Um, but now he is facing Dominic Cruz, 
who used to reign supreme on this division. Um, but given all Dominic Cruz's, um, I think we'd be probably calling Dominic Cruz one of the greatest ever. The one of the goats right now, if it wasn't for these injuries, knee, shoulder, leg, foot. I mean, I think he's hurt everything. Um, in, um, on his body that's kept him out of fights and good fights too. Um, you know, who? there's a lot of questions there. There's a big question. There's a, what if he never got hurt? What if he never got hurt? Um, you know, would the rhythm be there? Would he have never lost to Kobe Garb or Cody Garbrandt? Um, you know, because I think the, if I, let me take a look here. Because he didn't lose a fight. 2007, he lost to Uriah Faber. Remember the one arm guillotine? I remember that. He didn't lose a fight up until he fought. Cody Garbrandt, which, was, by, by the way, was his last fight in 2016. He hasn't fought in almost four years um, because of injuries. Um, before that, and beat Uriah Faber decision and beat D.J. Dillashaw by decision, knocked out Takeya Mizugaki, which I was right here in this basement. I was um, where I'm sitting right now, just right over here to the left. TV was right here. I was watching that. I've never been so excited. Um, I remember it was a main event on the undercard, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let me pull it up because it's right here. Takeya Mizugaki, UFC 178. Um, main event, preliminary card, Fox Sports 1. So it was on FS1, and I lost it, man. He comes out, double-legs him, then TKOs him in the first round. Um, you know, like I said, Dominic Cruz is one of my favorite fighters. I don't know how this fight's going to go because he hasn't fought three, four years. He hasn't fought in a long time. His mind's been sharp because he's done a lot of commentary. He's done a lot of commentary, so he's been around the sport, um, still studying. I don't know how this is going to go. You know, if I'm going to give the edge to anybody, it's going to be to the champion. It's going to be to Henry Cejudo. He's been the more active. Um, you know, he's fought a whole lot more, obviously. He's fought a whole lot more better competition in the last three years. You know, he's finished T.J. Dillashaw with something Dominic Cruz couldn't do. Um, he beat up Marlon Moraes, which, by the way, that fight, Marlon Moraes was winning the first, second round. And then um, he came back around. I think he finished the fight in the third or fourth round, I believe. Um, so who knows how this is going to go? You, don't, you not, I mean, nothing's for certain. That's the thing about MMA. I've said this once. I've said this again. You, you may think... What is that? What is that? What they used to say? You may know the truth, but you have no idea. This is the true story of it. Well, true story. Remember on MTV? You may, you may not think. You may not have a lock. It's not. It's just never. Nothing's ever a lock in MMA. I tried to quote something, and it just kind of came out really bad. Just, there's never a lock. Let's just say that. There's never a lock in MMA. There's so many different ways to lose. So many different ways to win. Um. But here we are. Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz. I'm very excited for this fight. And, I mean, I could keep going. I'm excited for every fight here. Jarzino Rosenstruck versus Francis Ngannou. You guys have never seen Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou or Jarzino Rosenstruck. Jarzino Rosenstruck, I think it's 10-0. Has knocked out Alistair Overeem. Knocked out. Let me take a look at his last fights here. Um, let's see if they pull, they pull it up or not. God damn it. I wish they would. I hate that. Um... Jarzino Rosenstruck. Jarzino Rosenstruck. Um, knocked out Alistair Overeem. Knocked out Andre Olosky. Knocked out Alan Crowder. And knocked out uh, Junior Albini. Those are the last four fights in the UFC. So he's just a knockout machine. That He was losing that fight against Alistair Overeem. And just like that, knocked him out, I think, in the fifth round. I believe fourth to fifth round. Let me take a look here. Um, that wasn't it. Fifth round. With literally four seconds left to go in that fight. Knocked him out. And if you guys don't remember that fight, I think that fight happened in D.C. without even looking. Um, it split Overeem's lip from here to like down to here. Oh, it was bad. Looks like someone, he, looks like he got cut with the machete. He just got a, just one of those taps and crazy. This guy's strength is unbelievable. Can finish the fight at any point he wants, anytime he wants. Um, 
Same thing with Francis Ngannou. Take a look at someone like Francis Ngannou. Um, Francis Ngannou would knocked out over him, probably just as worse, but quicker. Um, knocked out over him, knocked out um, Junior Dos Santos, former champion. He has also knocked out Cain Velasquez, a former champion. So he's on a murderous row of former champions to beat them all. Um, uh, knocked out Curtis Blades, who is a, he, he's a contender right now. And um, he lost that weird-ass fight to Derek Lewis. So his last loss was 2018, July 7th. Um, and then lost to Stephen Miocic before that um, by a decision. So here's what I get. If this is going to be, which I doubt it's going to be, just take a look at Francis Agano. If this is a standoffish fight, if you're going to be, if you're going to use your length, if you're going to paw at Francis Agano, and you don't get in his range, he's not going to knock you out. You get in his range, he's going to knock you out. Vice versa with Jersey Rosenstruck. So, uh, if this is anything how it's supposed to be on paper, but like I said, nothing's ever a lock in MMA, someone's supposed to be knocked out within a minute and a half. Someone's supposed to be knocked out. Someone's supposed to be brutally murdered in a minute and a half. I don't... I'm not picking a, I'm not picking a winner here. If I were to go with anybody... I'm going with the fans. The fans are winning. <laughs> UFC 249. Um, God, tough. That's just a tough fight to pick. If you guys have never seen either one of you guys fight, you'll know why. Um, let's keep going. I mean, there's still more card to go. We're only three fights in, and it's like there's like 18 fights here. Not 18, but there's a lot. Um, Jeremy Stevens versus Calvin Katar. If you guys don't know Calvin Katar, Car- I'm so- oh, I don't, I don't want to say his name wrong. Calvin Katar. Who just fought an up and comer, probably the number one contender for the featherweight championship outside of Max Holloway right now. Um, and it is a beat Nurmagomedov, Margamedov, I think. Um, Calvin, no, how do you spell that? Calvin Qatar, Qatar, K A T T A R. I don't want to mess up his name. Um, Beat Zabit or no lost the decision to beat Margam uh Magomed Sharapov. I think his name different. Well beat Zabit. he lost his beat in a five round fight in Russia. That you know, was a, if that fight was anywhere else, it'd probably been a different decision. Qatar came out and banged. Came out and was like, I don't give a shit what your title is, I don't give a shit what you're doing. If that fight happens in Russia anywhere else in Russia, it happens in Florida, for those example, these fights happen here, they probably give it to Qatar. So the guy can fight. Beat, um, knocked out Ricardo Lamas. You guys know Ricardo Lamas, tough, tough dude. Um, KO'd him. So um, he's on a, he knocked out Chris Fishgold. And then he beat, or he lost to Hanato Maikano by decision, which I remember that fight. I think he, I don't remember that fight, actually. Never mind. And uh, knocked out Shane Burgos. So the guy has punching power. The guy can KO you. But so can Jeremy Stevens. It's been on display before. Jeremy Stevens is brutally knocked out. Former champion Rose, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos. Um, let me pull up. Hear me. Hear me Stevens. Um, lost, last loss to Yair Rodriguez. Uh, my cousin. Um, lost to Zabit as well. That was born. Same thing. Zabit. Um, they had a common appointment. Zabit really didn't fight the fight. You know, use his length. Very boring fight. That's what you're supposed to do with Steven, Jeremy Stevens. If you get inside, if he gets inside, he's going to knock you out. Um, got dropped by Jose Aldo. So he's faced a lot of tough dudes. Um, knocked out Josh Emmett. Pretty bad. Um, knocked out Choi Du Ho. Um, who, man, Choi Du Ho was a lot of promise. Unfortunately, lost that fight. I think he had to go serve in the military and then lost his return fight. That he fought, I think it was in South Korea. Um, that dude, man, that guy's most unassuming dude. Choi Du Ho. Choi Du Ho. You guys ever seen this guy? He looks very nice. Look, shake your hand, he'll bow to you. Um, but he'll kill you in your sleep if you let him. Um, he's beat, uh, Jeremy Stevens beat Gilbert Melendez. 
And then he also decision Renato Moicano. So a lot of common opponents for these two. Um, I expect another knockout. If this fight, if these fights go the way they're supposed to, you'll see knockouts. You'll see bonuses. Um, you'll like get like if you're a UFC MMA fan in general, a sports fan in general, you're gonna get this major, major chubby, and you're gonna you're gonna lose it, man. You're load all over. Um, moving on because I'm getting half chub right now. I'm six to midnight. I went from six to midnight and still not halfway through. Um, Greg Hardy versus Jorgen DeCasho. If you guys don't know Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy used to be a football player, offensive lineman, I think, for the Panthers and then played for the Cowboys. But have since picked up MMA. Um, very troubled pass, domestic violence, stuff like that. I don't know if he ever got charged, um, but is accused of domestic violence. I'm not 100% sure. I don't want to get into all that right now. Um, but Greg Hardy versus Jorgen DeCastro. Jorgen DeCastro can put your lights out. And I'm sure anyone watching that fight, we know we don't like peep guys hitting women or, you know, um, abusing women in any, you know, verbally or physically. Anyone watching this fight, you guys know Greg Hardy, you know Jorgen DeCastro is your guy right now. You want him to knock out someone like Greg Hardy. Um, Greg Hardy's definitely embraced that villain role. Um, you know he's still he's still brand new at the and the only reason why he's in the UFC is obviously um, he's a name. That's all he is. He's not the best, but they're putting him in the fire now. Jorgen DeCastro can put your lights out. Um, he's he was originally um, I think he broke out in Dana White's Contender. I think is what it's called. Um, bangers, man, just bangers. And he's a family man, so you know um, he's gonna have his target. His iron sight set on Greg Hardy. Um, that's the main event right now. Going back into the prelims, our boy Donald Cowboy Cerrone fighting Anthony Pettis for the second time. Um, I've talked about this briefly. Anthony Pettis beat Donald Cerrone with body shots. Pretty bad. Kicked him. I think liver kick. If you guys ever been kicked in the liver, you know that shit hurts. If you want to win a fight, if you want to fuck somebody up in a street fight, punch their liver and watch them just lose their legs, lose everything. And just fall to the ground. There's nothing. That's the worst thing that could ever happen to you in a street fight. If you just fall and you crumble. Um, don't ever get hit in the liver. Try not to. But if, it hurts. Trust me. Um, the return of Fabricio Verdum versus Alexei Olenek. Um, we'll see. Fabricio Verdum, I think, served like two years. Hasn't fought in like a two-year sentence, I think, for PEDs, I believe. Um, but hasn't fought in three or four or something like that. Big dude. I've seen him around here in my hometown. Um, Black Belt Jiu-Jitsu is thinking about Alexi Olenek if you guys remember Alexi Olenek had that banger um, won by submission I believe that Conor McGregor Cowboy Cerrone fight November December whenever that was so um, Jiu-Jitsu bangers right there usually when two grapplers get together you end up being in you know a stand-up fight unlike that the Ben Askren and Damian Maya fight it, there's that's not a good example, but there's other fights you could look at. Um, Carlos Esparza versus Michelle, the karate hottie Watterson. Um, I don't know how this fight's going to go. Carlos Esparza being the grappler, being the wrestler, um, and Michelle Watterson being the striker. Um, I'm going I'm going for the karate hottie because that's my girl. Homegirl. We're people. We go back like spinal cords and car seats. You know, like two flats on a Cadillac, as my friend Woods used to say. Uh, another half chubby here, Uriah Hall versus Ronaldo Jacare Sosa. Um, I don't need to say anything else. I'm just, I'm like, you could like, you know what I'm saying? Um, early prelims, Nico Price versus Vicente Luque. Oh, this is on the fight pass. And Charlie Rosa versus Bryce Mitchell, Ryan Spann versus Sam. You guys got to get UFC fight pass for 10 bucks a month. On UFC.com to watch these fights. Um, because there's no other way to watch it other than that. <laughs> I think oh, I think they'll have it on ESPN. They usually do have it on ESPN+. Plus. Um, but keep an eye out for that. You mean 4.30 my time is when their fights are starting. All the whole card in general starts. Uh, 6.30 Eastern looks like. Um, so if you learn anything right now, you learn that I got a half chubby right now. 
and it's going to be full on 6 to midnight when it comes to Saturday night, May 9th. I can't wait. It's been too long without sports. I've been watching the same shit every morning. I go on, I come to work, because this is my battle station, where I work. I turn on the TV right behind you, and I watch uh, Get Up with Mike Greenberg. And then they have, like, usually Dominic Foxworth, and they'll have Adam Schefter, whoever. They'll have anyone. All they talked about was Tom Brady um, for, like, a month. And then now they're talking about the draft. And now they're talking about Dak, Dak Prescott, which we'll talk about here in a second. And um, now they're talking about baseball coming back. So aside from the fight game coming back, baseball is on the way back. By the way, there was a boxing match, I think, last week in Nicaragua. Maybe Nicaragua? I can't remember. But there was boxing. And, uh, like, in between rounds, they were, like, sanitizing this. There was a guy in a hazmat suit just, like, spraying down the other fighter. Pretty crazy. Uh, I don't I don't, I don't, don't know who fought in that one. I got to look that up. Um, but, yeah, South Korea, baseball's officially back. Their league is up and running. First games happened today or last night, whenever the time difference is. Um, which is very promising for the you know, for the United States, for sports in general here in the United States, sports in the future, no fans in attendance. Um, most majority of the people wore masks. Um, all umpires wear masks. So, um, very, very different times, very trying times we're in very different, uh, times we're in, but sports is on its way back. It's slowly, but surely I think we're all going to be back at running unless you're Florida, because right now Florida's just went full send. Florida was like, we are opening up everything. You go to the beach, go get your hair did, you go to the mall. Um, I don't think you go to the mall. But you go get food with your homies. Um, you know, whatever you want to do, you can do it. That's Florida. Florida has a different set of rules than anywhere else in the United States. We all know that. <laughs> we all know I don't I don't actually I don't I don't know what the ram what the uh, rules are. I don't know if you could go to the beaches. Um But I know when like when everything started like breaking down everything started people are still spring breaking nothing was shut down in florida um everyone else is like yeah we're shutting shit down week california was like nope we aren't doing this and a bunch of other states followed um so we'll see so speaking of florida florida has i think they're announcing that soon wwe aew which is the wrestling organizations um are gonna be able to have fans here pretty soon as early as this week or next week um, is what I've heard. They haven't read much. haven't read much into it, um, but it'd be pretty crazy. Uh, I think there's still going to be the small venues, um, the NXT Performance Center still. Uh, Money in the Bank is going to be happening this weekend, I believe, and they're actually I think they're having it like, if I'm not mistaken, like at the WWE headquarters. Like it's weird. They start at the bottom. They have to go all the way to the top. Um, I don't know. Money in the bank is popping off, so I don't know how that's all going to work out. Um, Jesus, excuse me. Something else I was going to say. Fans, WWE, Florida. Um, AEW is going to have fans. What is it? I forgot. Must have been a lie. Um, yeah, I don't know how that's all going to go down. Um... I had shit written down. Really didn't have shit written down, but uh, you can have fans here. That's, that's what really about it, really. I just don't know how it's going to work out with the fans. A uh, NXT Performance Center probably opening up. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. I read today that for SummerSlam, because you guys remember SummerSlam, I think they pushed back the Hall of Fame induction, inductions, inductee, induction ceremonies, Hall of Fame ceremony in general to SummerSlam. Don't know what's going to happen then. Don't know how the uh, the landscape's going to look here in about two, three months. Um, in three months when August come, comes around, SummerSlam comes around, I read that they could be having SummerSlam at Hulk Hogan's private beach. That's what I heard. Um, it only makes sense. I don't know if Hulk Hogan's going to charge him. I don't think he should. Hulk Hogan owes a lot to WWE and Vince McMahon. Um, I don't know how that's going to work out. Gonna be outside, bash at the beach time. If you guys remember WCW used to be bash at the beach. They used to have um, events popping off on the beach. WW, WCW did. Um, it might be a little old to bash at the beach. SummerSlam happening on the beach, so 
I've never, I, I can't believe it hasn't happened before. I've been on concerts by the beach. That was pretty cool. I saw Billy Currington. Um, is it Savage Garden? What's that guy? No, Bush. It's Bush. Um, I saw Bush there. And uh, I can't remember who else. Snoop Dogg, I think, was there. Um, in Florida, by the way. All places in Florida. So, um, yeah, Florida lives on a different set of rules. Who knows where the future holds? Who knows where we're slowly opening stuff back up. If we get back to normal, if more people are getting sick, I'm not going outside for shit. Uh, I only I only leave to go to my sister's house, where my niece and my mom are right now, and uh, my brother-in-law. And I go to the gas station and to get food, and that's about it. That's all I do. That's usually what I do in general. So nothing much has changed there. Um, so I did tell you guys a story. How I need more vitamin D um, because I'm white AF. Not white, but pale-skinned, light-complected. Um, I'm supposed to be brown, like, I don't know, brown. I'm not brown. It's my dad's side of the family. That's how, we, that's how they all look. We look violently sexy, light-skinned, violently sexy. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm just so excited of these fights coming back. Um, one thing I did want to talk about, and I saw this morning while I was watching Get Up, um, Andy Dalton just signed with the Cowboys as a backup. Um, they made it very clear he's going to be a backup. Now they signed Andy Dalton before make you know signing Dak Prescott. They um, they franchise Dak Prescott, which means that he has to find the franchise tender. He's going to get paid thirty one million dollars next year. That's like a one year thing. If I'm not thirty something million dollars, which is a shitload of money. Um. I think the last person to do something like this, I think Kirk Cousins did it twice with the Redskins. And now he's getting paid. Now he's robbing the Vikings. Um, the question came up, you know, is this, you know, are they, is the Cowboys handling this right? Is this being handled correctly? You know, Jerry Jones is an old, old dude. Been around the game for a long time. Was an oil dude. SoFi Stadium, which is going to be the L.A. Chargers, L.A. Rams Stadium. Um, SoFi is Jerry Jones' company. Jerry Jones, an oil tycoon. So you ever see like those oil tycoons? Um, you ever see, uh, if you guys ever watch Ballers, and towards the end there they had all the meetings and you, there's a guy playing Jerry Jones. You see Jerry Jones. Um, That's, I mean, Jerry, I mean, I don't, it's Jerry Jones. He's just an old school dude. Southern. I bring that up because who knows if he's too old school. Like if this was Tony Romo, the deal would have been done right now for Dak Prescott. They're supposed to have talks before the season, maybe in the season. Um, towards the beginning of the season, Dak Prescott was playing very, very well in that season. Um, and nothing's been done yet. So they franchised him. Don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of being franchising somebody, um, which means you got to keep him. You still got to. You're going to pay him for that one year. It sounds like. Um, but if this was Tony Romo, what a deal would have been done? Yes, a deal would have been done. I think a deal did get done for Tony Romo as quickly as possible. What brought what was brought up this weekend, or this morning? Sorry, um, and probably this weekend by somebody else, is that. Is this a race thing? Dak Prescott being a black quarterback. Um, is this a race thing? I want to say it's not. But we've all seen different. I don't want to think it's a race thing. Especially Dak Prescott being a black quarterback playing, which has been in the past a white person's position. Now, a lot of this shit comes up. Well, um, you know, it just is what it is. It's how it's always been. I bring that up because that's a Southern thing to do. You know, look at the Mannings. All, you know, Peyton, Eli, Archie, all quarterbacks. Um, you know, you look at, and you just historically a lot of white quarterbacks. Black quarterbacks aren't accepted as, quarterbacks because of their athleticism. I think Warren Mood smashed that. 
um, Randall Cunningham to smash that. Michael Vick has smashed that. Guys, black quarterbacks can, especially people like Russell Wilson, Doug Williams, um, who have won Super Bowls, um, being a black quarterback on Super Bowl teams. Patrick Mahomes, another one. You see um, the way the game is changing, it's going to be a lot more black quarterbacks. Um, Jalen Hurts got drafted in the second round. Jordan Love got drafted in the first round. Um, who else? Um, Tua Tagovola, which is Samoan. Um, so you're seeing a shift in the NFL. And I've talked about this before, just probably not that long ago on the Sports Plus Live podcast. On athleticism shift in the NFL. I don't know. Dak Prescott is just as athletic as anyone else. I think Dak Prescott gets a bad rap because he's on the Cowboys team. When I first saw Dak Prescott play against the LA Rams, um, the LA Rams in a playoff game, I was like, this kid's a feature. Now, this is when Tony Roma got hurt. Um, broke his back. And he had to go in and play. The kid, I think it was, I don't know if it was, I don't know who, someone started ahead of him, but he came in and he tore it up. And I was like, this guy's a feature. This guy's going to be playing this year. And eventually he did. Um, And he's done well for the Cowboys. You know, he's done well. Doesn't, you know, doesn't get to, he's able to get out of pressure. He's a, he doesn't throw a whole lot of, you know, they have a great offensive line. He's, he doesn't throw a whole lot of picks. Um, Unlike someone like Jamie's Winston or something like that, um, I don't, I don't get what the holdup is, whether it be business, um, whether trying to, you know, trying to be flexible on the price to add more players. They got C.D. Lamb in the draft. So they add. They're, they're definitely loading up the offense for someone like Dak Prescott. Um, they have a great offensive line. Ezekiel Elliott will be back this year. Uh, full strength, I think, from the get. So, I'm very confused as to why they haven't done something or signed, put something on paper for Dak Prescott. Or haven't even begun talks. Dak Prescott's asking price could be a little bit ridiculous. For I think he's gone out to say something like, I cannot feed my family on $40 million a year, which is complete bullshit. You definitely can. You're just being a dick. But, But there's no negotiations going on. Um, there's no conversations happening. Um, who knows? Maybe getting Andy Dalton is saying, listen, we, we're not afraid to lose you. People like Andy Dalton are out there. Cam Newton is out there. Um, they're not afraid. He's just not afraid to move on. Uh, and Jerry Jones held on to fucking Jason Garrett for, what, three, four, five, four or five years? I can't, three years too long, I think. Two years, two or three years too long. So, but the same thing goes, if that was a black, if that was a black coach with the same, with the same uh, rules, hold on uh, when it comes to Jerry Jones, who knows? I do. I want to think that it's not given the time we're in about racism, but we've seen, we've seen him in the, we've seen him in the past. Tony Romo got his deal. Jason Garrett got held on for too long. Um, we've just seen it. So I hope you know, Dak Prescott signs his tender um, because I think he has to sign the tender for them to even rescind the offer. Um, so who knows? That's going to be an ongoing thing. Um, we are in May, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Um, we still got probably a long summer ahead of us. So who knows? Two more months, maybe something will pop off. Still training camp. He's not going to be part of the uh, virtual workouts, whatever they are. So this is still TBD to be determined. Um, but what's not to be determined is fights this weekend. Sports are coming back, specifically my sports. I love MMA. Um, you guys know how I feel about sports. This podcast is built around sports. Also built around life. Um, during this time in the quarantine, I have picked up Twitch streaming, which um, I don't think I've ever talked to you guys about um, in depth. When I, when I when I came up with Sports Plus Life, I came up with you know I wrote down what it was like, what did I like, not what I was good at, but what, what did I like? 
And what is the reason for all of my failed relationships? And I sat there and I was like, well, um, some of them I wasn't faithful. It's besides it, but it's different. But I look at my last relationship. It happened a long time ago. Um, I love playing video games. Video games are so much more fun. And sports were the two main factors of my last relationship not working. Um, just a little insight, a little depth of what happened. But, you know, and this has happened a long time. I'd rather go watch fights than go out and do a double date with somebody else. It's just going to be boring as shit, especially when there's fights on. Um, my last relationship, I did, and I, I own up to this. As a man, you got to own up to You got to learn from your mistakes, but you have to also, that's probably why I've been in a relationship in six years, five, six years. Um, plus a lot, you know, lost a toe, a bunch of other shit happens. Worry about it. Um, I would get off of work and I would rather go play video games, <laughs> go online, play video games with the homies. And then, um, and then that's what I would have rather done. I'd rather play video games, you know, still always going to be call of duty and you know, whatever. Um, I would rather much do that. It was more, a whole lot more fun. And then pillow talk or stuff like that. Um, just, you know, this is the same old routine you have with a relationship, um, every night. Um, and a lot of that's on me. I know I get it. It's on me. Other thing was, it was kind of the camel, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, and this was kind of both ways. Uh, Manchester United was showing up to, um, Colorado and I was like, I'm not missing this. There's no way I'm missing this. I got tickets. Uh, me and my coworker, my coworker, his son, and I got an extra ticket. And uh, I didn't think it was, I didn't even think twice about asking my girlfriend. Here's why: she would clown me and get mad at me for waking up at five in the morning to watch Manchester United, five six o'clock in the morning to watch Manchester United play. And she's like, "That's stupid. Why would you do that?" Because I want to. You know, why would you buy clothes you're never gonna wear? It's like, what the fuck? Um. So that is kind of that's what it was. It's kind of you know, that kind of was, was like you know she's like I want to take a break. They we never got together, but anyways, I'm going deep into my shit. I've never, I don't think I ever told you guys this. Some people know, not all of it, but you know I was like, what's the reason for my failed relationships? A lot of the times it's sports. I'd rather go watch fights than go hang out with her, you know my girl and her friends because um, a lot of them weren't really that cool. They weren't fun. Um, I'd rather go watch sports. I'd rather spend all day. Me and my friend used to do go to Buffalo Wild Wings on a Saturday and watch college sports all fucking day and get fat. Um, and um, I'd rather watch play video games in between that time. It's a whole lot more fun. A video game will uh, will never up and leave me or tell me that my hobbies are stupid. <laughs> and that's what it was. So when I brought up Sports Post Life, um, Sports Post Life just isn't going to be a podcast. It's a YouTube channel. There are going to be other different videos up there. Um, Sports was life. I want to branch out the gaming. Gaming has been a passion of mine for a long time. Um, and I fell in love with streaming these last couple of weeks. Streaming has been so much fun. Um, thank you to the few of you, a few of you guys that popped in and said, what's up? Um, M-R-A-K-A-C-O on Twitch. And a um, whole lot of fun. I can definitely interact with people I don't talk to in generally. I also can play video games um, and just have fun. Um, right now I'm playing a lot of Call of Duty, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Call of Duty, uh, what's it called? Warzone. And, um, I'm having so much fun doing it. Um, you know, I see just, you know, how much fun a lot of these streamers have. I was like, dude, I want to do that. I don't give a shit how old I am. Um, I want to do it and it's fun. And, um, you know, the way the world is going, why not do what you love to do? Why not do shit like this? Try shit out like this. Um, I have, you have the opportunity to, um, so I'm doing it. I'm streaming. So that's a big reason. Sports plus life just isn't, like I said, it was never going to be just about sports. Uh, sports is going to be about life. Um, relationships, like I just talked to you right now. Um, fashion, one thing I'm, you know, you don't, I know you can't tell. I like fashion, I like looking good sometimes. Um, haven't really had the need to recently because of my job. And I'm working from home. No one, I don't give a shit how people see me. Um, right now I'm in my underwear, if you can't tell. Just kidding, I'm not. Um it's going to be about just life choices in general. People learning from my mistakes. Um, and then just, you know, I, I'm here for advice. 
If you have any questions, feel free to holler at me. Sports Plus Life, Instagram and Twitter. M-R-A-K-A-C-O, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. Um, and YouTube as well. Go in the comment section. If you have a question, let me know. And um, I'm going to try to answer it the best of my ability. If not, I'll con- I'll uh, direct you in the right, tri- you know. I'll ask someone else. I don't care. I'll ask Google. Then I'll go off of that. Google's fucking lying. Let me tell you what I would do. Um, so Sports Plus Live isn't just about sports. It's gaming. Um, it's, you know, entertainment. It's fashion. It's going to be a lot of things. I know recently it's been a lot about sports because I love fucking sports and um, I'm really going to talk about anything else recently, but that's where we're at. Um, but I'm branching out to bigger, 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 better things. Eventually we'll get big enough to where everything is, everything is going to make sense eventually. Um, but yeah, that's it, man. That's all I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, UFC 249 returning Dak Prescott. Sports are slowly turning, uh, slowly coming back in full, Florida's full scent. Um, so that's it. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. I know it was a long episode, um, but I had a lot to talk about. And um, I missed uh, sports. I miss you guys. I do a lot of these baby podcasts. If you haven't checked it out, I'll link it in the description below um, about the last dance. That's why I didn't talk about the last dance of today's podcast because there's already a video out about it. Um, it's strictly on YouTube. Uh, you should be able to catch a podcast. And I don't know. I'll have to double check. I don't remember if I put a lot of po- last podcasts out on Spotify. Um, anyways, I'm gonna go check that out. I'm gonna go fix this there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you guys. I will catch you guys next one. Sports was life. You know what? Hold on. Everyone show. Everyone show. You know what I didn't do? You guys know what I didn't do. Um, Sports of life podcast episode number 44. The Reggie Jackson, Hank Aaron, Jerry West for episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe I messed it up. So, yeah. A lot of greats. 44 brings a lot of greats. So, uh, follow me. 44 also, Barack Obama, episode number 44. President number 44 of the Sports Plus Live podcast. Um, that's it. Thank you guys for t- much opportunity. Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you guys later. Let.